Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, round 24, done and dusted. We'll have our rapid review coming your way very, very soon. Uh, but I thought I'd just jump in and talk about some halfbacks. Now, I'm not breaking new ground here telling you, obviously, how important the halfback position is in rugby league. It has always been very evident, but I think over the last few years, it's become even more evident. I think with guys like Chad Townsend, the, you know, the resurgence of Sean Johnson, I think you've seen other teams who have gone without a halfback. Look at the Sydney Roosters over the last few years. They've sort of struggled ever since Cooper Cronk left, essentially. They've gone through young guys and whatnot. But just how important the matured heads are uh, in the halfback spot. And you know what? They don't have to be the greatest athletes of all time, uh, but they need to be some of the smartest footballers on the field. And I think there's been a lot of halves this year that have shown just how important that is. And the guy that I want to sort of touch on is Jackson Hastings. Uh, obviously, he's gone up to the Newcastle Knights. If you guys listen to uh, our shows with Jacko at the start of the year, you'll just understand how much of a deep footy brain Jacko has. Uh, a lot of people that want to look at Jackson and go, oh, he's just a dickhead like he was when he was a kid. And Jackson's the first one to admit um, that when he was a teenager and whatnot, um, he had a lot of issues, had a lot of problems, had a lot of ego. Jackson's gone away. He's owned that, and he's matured into a fantastic bloke. If, if he wasn't a good bloke, I wouldn't spend time with him. I wouldn't bother with him, to be completely honest with you guys. So there is still a push, even by certain people in the media, uh, to try and push that agenda because it get, gets clicks and whatnot, and I get that and all that shit. Uh, but I think you guys who have you know an inch of common sense between your two ears can understand that, yes, Jackson used to be a certain person and he has changed. People change, that's the reality of it. And I think it is so evident with Jackson. I've had a number of people from Newcastle who messaged me the day saying, I don't know about this guy, he's left this club, he's left this club, and I've just said to him, hey, look, I'm telling you, this situation isn't what it looks like. He will be your favourite player very soon. And the amount of messages I got from Newcastle Knights fans this afternoon when they saw Jackson Hastings go down, uh, it really has been overwhelming. I'm, I'm going to share some of them with Jacko. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. You know, it's pretty impressive what he's managed to do up there. That was a Newcastle Knights side that, you know, I said the day he signed, I said to you guys on this podcast, on the YouTube, they're my smoky to make the top eight this year. I told you to get on them at 650. They're in seventh at the moment. They're not there yet. And this injury is going to really, really hurt them. I have no doubt about that. They have got a very handy replacement. I'll talk about him very soon. But I think what Jackson has managed to do over the last few weeks, it's all started to come together. The stuff that Jackson was talking to me and Maddie about in January, you can finally see those pieces 
are starting to fall into place now. And the Knights are playing some of their best footy. KP's playing some of his absolute best footy. Bradman Best playing his best footy. Adam Elliott's playing his best footy. Dane Gago is playing his best footy. And they've got a halfback that plays both sides of the ruck. And he's 5'8". Good God, I love Tyson Gamble. I absolutely love him. But my biggest knock on him has always been he is not a 5'8". He is just a footballer. He plays off the top of his head. There's no structure to what he does. Sometimes I think he doesn't quite understand the game, Tyson. He's just bloody naturally good at it. But I think alongside Jackson Hastings, he has developed so much. And if I didn't have my prior knowledge of Tyson Gamble and I was watching him for the first time over the last few weeks... I would be blown away by him. I think he has played some really, really good footy. And I think you have to give full all that full credit has to go to Jackson Hastings and the changes that he's made. Keep in mind, he lost his hooker in round one or round two in Jaden Braley. So then they had to shift Phoenix Crossland in there to there, who for the first eight weeks was given some of the worst service I've ever seen. And shout out to Phoenix. He has improved out of sight over the last couple of months. But it hasn't been easy up there in Newcastle. I don't think his forward pack has done as well as what they should have last year. I think there's a lot of middles up there that haven't done as well as what they should have, um, especially guys on um, a pretty big wicket up there. Uh, and I, I think Jackson has just done a tremendous job with this side. And I think that, you know, they're so close to finals now. I, I still genuinely do think they'll play finals footy. I've obviously got a very important game this weekend against the South Sydney Rabbitohs, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit more, and it's devastating that Jackson's not going to be there. But I still think they can play finals footy. You guys might know when you're listening to this how long Jacko was actually out for. I haven't spoken to him or anything. I'm just going off, you know, what I saw on the TV and, you know, NRL physio and whatnot. But it looks like he could be out, um, you know, for a few weeks at least. It could be worse than that, unfortunately. I really hope not, but I am... I am really worried about how this is all going to play out with Jacko, and I am a little bit worried about the Newcastle Knights moving forward without him as well. Just opening up the NRL physios things, he said, nasty ankle injury for Jackson Hastings, hip drop mechanism, trapping lower leg and twisting foot out. Concern for syndesmosis injuries, uh, moderate to high grade would be four plus weeks. Same ankle, he suffered a fracture, high grade syndesmosis injury to end his 2022 season. Fingers crossed, no fracture. Yeah, so look, obviously Jacko, his season came to a premature end last year with the West Tigers when he was playing 13. Uh, obviously a Paddy Carrigan tackle, which was a pretty rough one. This one, not ideal either. Uh, so devastating personally for Jackson, who has worked so hard to get back from the Super League, not only as a player but as a person as well. Uh, and then to have his season cut short both years, pretty devastating, especially with this Newcastle side uh, where he's led them from where they were, from where they were a few weeks ago to where they are now. That's now their sixth win in a row and Jackson has been incredibly important important to that. So now without him, it will be interesting to see how Newcastle go. I think if they can win this South Sydney game, I'm happy to lock them in for a top eight finish this year. Uh, But that's going to be a big, big challenge because they're coming up against a South Sydney side uh, that is desperate for wins. Yeah. So two pretty desperate teams there. Newcastle know that there is a top eight spot uh, on the, on the counter there. You got the Cowboys who are in ninth place. They're taking on the Sharkies next week, I believe, who seemingly are back in form. So potentially that may play into Newcastle's favor. Uh, But yeah, that looks like they will be without Jackson. I would say almost definitely this weekend. I hope he's back the weekend after, but I am a little bit nervous about that, to be honest with you. The guy that comes in for him, Adam Clune. Um, another one of these halfbacks, to be honest with you. I, th- I think he's a little bit underrated, Adam Clune. I think he'll come in and do a job. Uh, I-, I think when people watch Adam Clune now, he's a little bit older. He's slowed down a bit, but when he was younger, he was actually a bit of like a touch fucking prodigy. He was a very, very good touch footballer. If you were lucky enough to watch him a few years ago, and if, you were li- if you've been listening to this podcast for a few years, you'll know that we pointed out when he made his debut, keep an eye on his right 
right to left pass. It is one of the best in rugby league, and it still is. From that real touchback round, he's got a brilliant right to left cutout pass that he absolutely carved up New South Wales Cup with for a couple of years. Uh, I don't have his stats in front of me right now, but if you were to go and have a look at Adam Clune's stats, I'll see if I can find them from New South Wales uh, Cup. He had a season a couple of years ago where he just absolutely blew it away. Like, <laughs> off the top of my head, I want to say 25 to 30 try assists. He, he like, absolutely killed it. I'm just going to see if I can find those stats here for you. Adam Clune, I want to say it was, like, 2019 around that mark. So, Adam Clune in 2019, is this the season? 2019, yeah, wow. Okay, so in 2019, he played 22 games in New South Wales Cup. He had 28 try assists, so pretty bloody handy. Um, he might not be the most exciting player in the world when you watch him now, but he can play. He is a very, very good footballer, Adam Clune, and I think he'll come in with a very simple job. He actually grew up with Jacko, I believe, or they played touch against each other or something when they were growing up, but they've been mates together for a very long time. So I think Jackson will give him a lot of confidence coming into this side, and I think he's going to do a pretty good job. Once again, he's coming in on that left edge uh, where he'll be able to be pretty ball dominant down that side. He'll have KP, he'll have Bradman Bestel-Twala, but most of all, have Greg Marshew. So that right-to-left cutout pass, uh, you could actually have the two best right-to-left passes in rugby league on that edge over the next few weeks. So uh, it sucks that Jackson's out. They're going to really miss him. But just keep an eye on Adam Clune. He can play. He's an experienced head who understands the game, who's got a little bit more to him uh, than what you're expecting. But Jackson Hastings missing him, that's going to really, really hurt them. Speaking of halfbacks being out and how that's going to hurt footy sides, mate, what about the Parramatta Eels? Obviously losing Mitch Moses the other night. Devastating. They're sitting in 10th place on the ladder right now. They have got a bite of come though, so keep that in mind. So... South Sydney also have a buy, to be fair, who are in eighth place. Um, so that's why th- this game is so important for South Sydney against Newcastle. If they win that, it's a four-point win, and that could really elevate them very, very quickly. Uh, if things go their way, yep, South Sydney could even push for a top-four berth in the last week. Uh, but so, so that's a four-point win, South Sydney, going forward, which is going to make it hard for the Eels. Obviously, uh, they take on the Roosters this week, who seem to be back, is that fair to say, uh, who are also on the same amount of points as the Eels. So the Roosters wouldn't be ruling themselves out of top eight contention, but they have to be pretty damn close to it now. Uh, But yeah, Parramatta... They're a team that I think they would still give themselves a sniff. Their four and against isn't completely fucked. They would obviously get in over the Raiders, who are in all sorts. Minus 124 and against. Unbelievable. The only teams worse with four and against are Canterbury... St. George and the West Tigers. Good God. Um, so Parramatta losing Mitch Moses now, that's going to be a huge loss. I am 100%. I'm putting the red Sharpie through Parramatta. I would even stand here and say that the Roosters, with a four and against of minus 84, they might even be more chance to make that top eight than the Eels. And the Eels are, have obviously got a buy in there as well. So I just think without Mitchie Moses, I just can't see the Parramatta Eels pulling it together. Uh, the Roosters and the Eels play this week, though. So whoever wins out of whoever loses out of that, they are officially ruled out of top eight contention. But I think both pretty much are anyway. Interesting, you've got those two teams playing each other. You've got the Newcastle Knights and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. You've got 7v8. And then you've also got 5th v9, uh, the Sharkies taking on the Cowboys. So that'll be very, very interesting, that one. Huge week coming up. But Mitch Moses out for the Parramatta Eels. That's going to really sting them. I sort of had them out of contention anyway. Now, I said they're taking on the Sydney Roosters this week. And that's another halfback I want to talk about. Now, the two halfbacks I've spoken about so far, Jackson Hastings and Mitch Moses, spoken about them for pretty unfortunate reasons that they're going to miss time now and how much it's really going to hurt their footy sides. 
Mate, can we talk about Drew Hutchinson? My God. Um, the guy that is always in the building there, they're calling him Orbo 2.0. Um, I, I think I've actually heard Robbo even refer to him as the new Mitch Orbison on a number of occasions. Very, very talented player, Hutcho. Um if you weren't following junior grades and everything when he was sort of coming through, he was the guy. He was absolutely killing it. I believe he was playing down at the Dragons and carved up all of his junior grades and everything. It was very impressive coming through. Um, sort of floated around a little bit, ended up at the Roosters, sort of became their Mr. Fix-It guy after Orbo uh, and did a tremendous job. But if you think back to 2021, I think it was, when the Roosters had all their injuries, uh, they ended up playing Hutcho at halfback and they ended up playing Sam... Well, they played Hutcho at 5'8", Sam Walker at halfback. However, it worked. But Hutcho was sort of the halfback of that side. He would dictate where they were on the field, where they were going, and then when they got into the red zone, Sam Walker would sort of grab the gun and and, and he'd uh, be pulling the trigger. But it really was um, Hutcho, who was playing halfback throughout, you know, the vast majority of that season in their key moments. And he's been there all season, and it's like they've been hesitant to play him at halfback. I'm not sure what the go is there. They obviously have Sam Walker, but you know, they seemingly went off Sam Walker, and then not only did they go off him, he obviously got injured, uh, so that really hurt him, hurt his chances. But then they went with Sandon Smith. They experimented with him for a very long time. Um, and, you know, I, as, as I said on this podcast, I, I thought Smith did pretty well. I, I think he's a good little footballer. But, my God, like when your season was on the line, I find it bizarre that Hutcho was never given an opportunity. It just seems really, really strange to me. And during that period, like, he played a lot of centre. He came off the bench quite a bit. Um, he played halfback, I think, in one game. He played, he played against the Dragons at halfback in round 12. But other than that, he's been a 14. He's come on as a centre. He's sort of been in and around the squad, but never really handed the keys. And then, you know, you saw his game the other night... I, I against the Dolphins, so be it. But the Dolphins have put up a really good fight against a number of teams, uh, and he really picked them apart in that game. I thought he was fantastic. Left foot kicking game, Hutcho, which can be extremely dangerous. Very, very good to have in your footy side. Uh, I think their kicking game has been a problem throughout the year. Whilst you've got Luke Keary there, I don't know. Do you free Luke Keary up and just let Hutcho sort of run the show? He might not be the most entertaining guy in the world, but he's... You know, he's one of those kind of experienced heads. He's been around for a while now. He's 28 years old, Hutcho. I think we all sort of look at him and go, he's 23, 24. He's 28 years old. He's seen some rugby league. He showed in 2021. That was that was two, three years ago now when he was 25. He's now 28. He's getting to that proper age. He's got a lot of confidence. He's played in more games. Uh, I, I uh, Yeah, I think it's a really interesting. Sam Walker returns next week. Now, well, I think he actually returned this week via New South Wales Cup. I'll just check if Sam Walker did actually play this weekend. I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, but it's interesting to see what they do now with Hutcho, where they fit him in, because he's going to essentially go from man of the match. Maybe Billy Smith got man of the match in that game, but I thought Hutcho was the best on the park personally, um, to potentially not being in that side. so Or not being in the starting side anyway. So really interesting to see how that plays out. Just having a look at Sam Walker did play. I think he was playing for the Bears, not the Roosters. Where's Sam Walker? Is his name in there? Uh, 5'8", halfback. Yeah, Sam Walker did play. Yeah, kicked three goals. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen any highlights or anything from that game. The Bears obviously won that one. 18 points to 10 over the Roosters. Our boy, Eli El Zakim, uh, plays in the back row for them. I really like him. Scored a try as well. Shout out to him. Uh, but yeah, Hacho, I thought he was fantastic in that game the other night. And I don't know, the more and more I watch rugby league, the more I think, geez, what sort of a halfback do you need? Do you need the most exciting guy in the world? Or do you need a guy that's just got enough between the ears, understands the game, has a solid kicking game, defends reasonably well, and can just get you to the right spots on the field? And if you've got strike elsewhere, 
I think that can be enough. And I think that's been really evident with the Newcastle Knights this season. I think it was really evident with the Sydney Roosters the other night. Mitch Moses, too, like we already spoke about him. He's another guy. He's obviously got all the highlights, but it's the stuff between his ears that Mitch Moses has worked on. It's his temperament. It's his understanding of moments that he's worked on. We spoke about this with Jamie Soward only a few weeks ago on the podcast, and he went on a real in-depth chat about it, about you know where you need to be on the field, how you get there, how you plan your sets out, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I just think a guy like Hutcho for the Roosters – I think he's probably the play there. You've got to bring Sam Walker in. I get it. But, geez, I feel sorry for Hutcho that he's waited this long to get an opportunity to watch so many guys just cycle through that jersey and probably not do what they needed to do. Hutcho gets one opportunity after taking them to a fifth-place finish and a final series a couple of years ago. He's only more experienced and he's only better now. And it's taken him this long to really get a chance at the halfback jersey and shock me. He's absolutely nailed it. He just maneuvered the ball around and used the guys around him and came up with a couple of big plays himself. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Pretty impressive stuff from Hacho. Yeah, it's wild. Obviously, three halfbacks there to touch on. Three vastly different stories. Hastings, obviously injured with his team finally making into finals footy. I really hope the Newcastle Knights don't fall out of finals contention off the back of the Hastings injury, but I am a little bit nervous about that. Parramatta, I think this just about puts the red sharpie through their season, unfortunately. Obviously, making it to the grand final last year, losing a number of key players. Key injuries as well have really hurt them this year. Key injuries and suspensions as well. Obviously, the Dill Brown situation really stung them, but now that Mitch Moses is out, I I just have to put the red sharpie then through them despite having a buy to come. I think they lose to the Roosters this week and that'll be Red Rover. And Hacho for the Sydney Roosters finally getting his opportunity, showing what he can do despite showing what he can do a number of years ago and being very, very successful at it and taking on some of the best sevens and sixes in the game and doing incredibly well. Gets his opportunity on the weekend. Absolutely nails it. Three halfbacks there, three very different stories. Looks like only one of those teams will be playing finals footy this year, the Newcastle Knights, and I really, really do hope that Jacko is available to take the Newcastle Knights into that final series because he deserves it more than anyone. He's been a fantastic signing. He's proved a lot of people wrong, but he's also proved a lot of people right, and I'm very, very happy to be sitting in that pool there after backing Jacko in from day one, and it was such a special thing today to get all those text messages, sorry, all those messages on Instagram from all you Newcastle Knights fans about how devastated you are to lose Jacko for this season. Back Adam Clune in, though. The boy can play. He's got some talent. He's got a little bit more upside than what people give him credit for, and he's smart between the ears, and I guarantee you, Jacko will be absolutely filling in with confidence. They'll be giving him a pretty simple game plan, and I think Adam Clune can execute. So you Newcastle Knights fans, not ideal. I get it, and I really hope Jacko's back ASAP. Uh, but I wouldn't be hitting absolute panic stations just yet because I think Clune, with a bit of guidance from Jacko, I think he can come in and do a really, really good job. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 